Welcome to the Family Bible Journey. Whether you're a first-time listener, one of our regulars, or one of those who has committed to journaling with us through the Bible, thank you so much for listening and making us a part of your day. This is Episode 16, Season 1 of the Family Bible Journey Old Testament Podcast. Today we're looking at Genesis Chapter 22. The title of today's podcast is Sacrifice, the Son of Promise. Our key verses for today's podcast are Genesis chapter 22, verses 7 and 8, where Isaac said to his father Abraham, Father, and Abraham said, Here am I, my son. Isaac said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went both of them together. This is the word of the Lord. Genesis 22 is one of the clearest pictures in the entire Old Testament of the love that God the Father is going to show for all of humanity because here in Genesis chapter 22, God asks Abraham to sacrifice his son of promise, Isaac, the beloved one, the son of his old age, the only child of his beloved Sarah. He asks Abram to take Isaac up on a mountain and to sacrifice him there as an act of faith and obedience. And before we get into the significance of this chapter, which I do believe is one of the most significant chapters in the entire Old Testament, we're going to consider again that idea of types of Christ that we see in the Old Testament. And I'm going to give you actually a list of passages where we see the biblical writers using types from the Old Testament to illustrate New Testament realities. Jesus himself uses a type in John chapter 3 when he compares his eventual being lifted up on the cross to skeptical Nicodemus, to the serpent that Moses would lift up in the wilderness. St. Paul used types. Romans chapter 5 verse 14, we see that word type used specifically when he compares Adam to Jesus and considers Jesus the second Adam in whom we all have life, whereas we have all received death and inherited death from Adam. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 42 to 49, one of my favorite passages to use at a funeral. There again, we see a type of Christ used to illustrate the spiritual reality that we can only see by eyes of faith that is the reality of the existence of all who are redeemed by God and the love that he has shown us in Christ Jesus. And then in Hebrews, the book of Hebrews is full of these types, but I'm going to read for you one particular verse in Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 where it says that Jesus is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. And after making purifications for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. So we know that Adam and Eve were created in the image and in the likeness of God. Jesus is the image of God. He is not the likeness of God. He is God. And so as we're going to get into this story, and this is one passage that I really encourage you to spend some good time in thought and prayer meditation because so much is going on that we don't want to miss it. I hope that you can see the significance of these types, that you would come to cherish this Genesis chapter 2 as I do as one of the clearest places in the Old Testament where God shows us how he is going to redeem his people in his son Jesus. Having covered all that ground again on the types, we're going to now dig into the types of Genesis chapter 22. So In summary, what happens is Abraham goes to the land of Moriah and he takes his son up on a mountain there and he offers Isaac as a sacrifice. In asking Abraham to sacrifice his only son, the son of the promise, God is asking Abraham to do what he is going to do for us in offering his son, Jesus Christ, on the cross for our sins. 
Now, when I used to teach this passage in Sunday school or I would teach it to our young people, I like to go through and assign them homework and go through and find 10 types of Christ in this passage. There are so many. Many people don't realize that the region of Moriah is actually where Solomon would build the temple and that Jesus himself was going to be sacrificed on the very mountains upon which Abraham was called to sacrifice Isaac. We see that Isaac carries the wood of his sacrifice up the hill, just as Jesus carried the wood of his sacrifice up the hill. We see that the son goes forward willingly and obediently. Depending on who you want to believe, this when this story happens, Isaac is anywhere between the early to middle teenager up to uh, maybe even a 30, 33-year-old man, even the same age as Jesus, someone would suggest, when Jesus carried his cross up Calvary. And so there are lots of similarities here. Throughout the story, God is asking Abraham to do for him what God has done for Abraham and for all of us, which makes this a truly remarkable and wonderful passage. I've got little red Kairos, by the way, all over this passage, and some of the things that I have listed, especially in the notes that I have on this section. One is that in verse 4, we see that it was the third day that Abram lifted up his eyes and saw the place from afar. So just as Jesus was risen on the third day, so Abram completes the sacrifice on the third day. I have a couple of passages that are highlighted in the red, green, and the blue as most important passages. Those would be verses 8 and 14, where Abraham tells his son that God would provide the lamb for the burnt offering. And then after the sacrifice, when God did provide a ram for a burnt offering, Abraham called the name of that place on the mount of the Lord will be provided, which points us New Testament Christians straight to the cross, knowing that that is where Christ's sacrifice was completed on our behalf. And after this episode where God rescues and redeems Isaac from this sacrifice by providing that sacrificial ram, God affirms yet again to Abraham, and this time to Isaac also, who was right there to hear this conversation between God and his father. God affirms those promises that he had made, beginning with Adam and Eve in the garden, that he had made to Noah and his descendants, and now are being made to Abraham and his family. And the affirmation of the blessing that Abraham receives from God is found in verses 15 and following. It says, The angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of the heavens and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies and in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham is a wonderful model of faith for us to seek to follow. On that note, it's good for us to recognize that Abraham was asked to sacrifice something that was very dear to him, someone who was very near and dear to him. And as God takes us on our life's way, we are often forced to make difficult choices. Those who serve in church work careers, many of them have, lo- have left friends and families to follow the Lord's call quite literally in, in serving him in different parts of the country or even in different parts of the world. And sometimes, if we are to be faithful, we have to be able to sacrifice. We have to be able to let go. We have to recognize that if God asks us to let go of someone or something, to give it up for him and to follow him, that he has nothing but blessing intended for us. It can hurt. I cannot imagine the fear, the angst, and the agony that going through with this request to God caused Abraham. But I can assure you that it was very real and it was very difficult. And so Abraham in this is a wonderful example for us to follow as we seek to follow the Lord in faith. And so if you are one of those who is journaling with us through the Bible, maybe this would be an opportunity for you to mention something that you had to sacrifice for God or something that God called you to put away with or do away with in order to follow him. 
I don't know. There are lots of things that we can share in the light of this story, but how good it is for us to see that in Abraham, we have a wonderful example to follow. And despite his personal weakness, his fears, his insecurities, the things that he didn't understand, we can see that God truly blessed him as he went through and followed the will of the Lord. And we too shall be blessed when we follow the Lord in faith, not knowing where he leads or what it means for us when he calls us to sacrifice. And so we rejoice in this chapter, seeing this foreshadowing of God's great redemption for us in Christ Jesus. And we conclude our podcast with a blessing. Have you decided to journal through the Bible, whether for yourself or a loved one? Please let us know through the contact form at familybiblejourney.com so that we can send you some encouragement and add you to our list of folks who have committed to journaling through the Bible with us. Our blessing for today. May you take comfort in knowing God did not withhold his one and only son, but gave him up to provide the once and for all redeeming sacrifice for you and your salvation. Amen.